probably one of the most difficult things about our work days are that we don't have full control over everything that happens there depending on what kind of work we do and uh, what our situation is uh, that amount of control that we have over how our day flows can vary you know from day to day and week to week and uh, it is difficult because sometimes when we're focusing on particular tasks or projects that we're dealing with and I've, and I've talked to so many people over the years, and I've experienced this myself. I had a uh, really, really good dose of this yesterday. I had one of those days where everything was really flowing. I really felt good about the work that I was doing. Uh, I worked for several different clients at any given time, you know, at any, in any given day. Uh, and so I'm kind of transitioning from doing work for one client and then to, into doing work for another one. And, you know, there's only so many hours in the work day. There's only so many hours in the day. And where it really, and I've talked to other people who deal with um, these kinds of situations before and struggle with them. And this has always been something that has been a struggle for me. I, for, you know, over 20 years, I have been self-employed and have worked for multiple clients. But I believe this also can apply to people who are, you know, employed uh, working for an organization that uh, may be dealing with different projects or different initiatives, and their day is broken up, you know, among, amongst having to, to give energy to numerous, uh, you know, numerous endeavors. And sometimes, no matter what you do, there are those times where other things, you know, we're in the middle of really making some really great progress in a certain area or working on a certain. Uh, initiative or a certain project and uh, challenges suddenly come up uh, from other other things that we're dealing with and this can be other clients other projects uh, other people in our organization uh, this can be problems uh, with our lives away from work and I can have you know a lot of days where it doesn't happen and sometimes, you know, the old saying, when it rains, it pours. And I had one of those days yesterday where I just felt like I just couldn't seem to get a break. And there is a, a certain amount of frustration that can build up as these things happen. And this used to be something, you know, before I started practicing mindfulness and mindful coping, that this could shut me down for the day. I mean, I would still be working, but I would be emotionally shut down. I would not really be able to be fully present. I would not be able to really focus completely on the task at hand. And I was just somewhere else. You know, I could still go through the motions and I could still do the work, but I wasn't really fully present in it. I wasn't able to, to give everything that I had in a way that I can when those outside influences and those outside challenges uh, seem to come upon us. And I think as our lives get more complicated and as the world gets more complicated uh, and as business gets more complicated, it, it seems like that there's a, a potential for more of this to happen. And I sense in, in from the conversations that I have, you know, with people who are either self-employed or work for, uh, you know, organizations, that this seems to happen more and more with all of the electronic communications, uh, social media, 
and just the way that work is done, there our attention seems to be split in so many different directions. And not only that, the interruptions, I, you know, that's the one thing that I seem to hear from a lot of people are that, you know, the number of interruptions that we have in any given day. I had a friend of mine the other day literally said to me, and I, it's not the first time I had heard it, that his favorite time to get things done and do and work is on the weekends or at night when no one is there. He loves the fact that there's no interruptions. And I say all this to say that where mindful coping at work has really benefited me is in that I have utilized it in a way to cope with each thing, each interruption, you know, as we refer to them, each interruption, each challenge that comes up from somewhere else, to treat it as an individual situation and to really do what I call, I like to use the phrase, slow down the game tape. You know, when you're reviewing, going back and looking, and I tend to do that quite a bit as I, in my practice, I will go back and look at how I coped with a particular situation. And I learn from actually going back and I'm, and of course I'm not obsessing about it. I'm not ruminating about it. I'm not, you know, constantly looking back and beating myself up about things I wish I would have done better, but it's a way to kind of go back and take a look at where I went wrong so that I can learn from that and be able to handle it differently in the future. And yesterday was one of those days where I was actually able to do that. It felt like I actually had some success being able to deal with one of those quote-unquote interruptions or one of those challenges that came from somewhere else in my life and not let it derail my efforts and my energy and my attention. I had, you know, one call from another client who I worked for and there was some, you know, things that needed to be further clarified that I had explained to him before, but that for some reason he had forgotten. And I realized we're all living busy lives. People are going to forget things. I could have gotten very angry. I could have gotten very frustrated, but as he was repeating things and asking me questions that he had asked me before, and I could feel it literally coming up. It was, you know, it was pushing my buttons. I could feel, you know, things being triggered in, in terms of frustration and thinking, you know, I could hear the thought. As soon as I heard the thought in my head, why is he asking me this? He, we've already talked about this before. I knew immediately and my, my awareness zeroed in on the fact that I was starting to have thoughts about, you know, feelings of frustration were coming up, feelings of stress. Because what happens is, is that in that moment, I start, and if I start thinking like this, you know what, I've only got so much time, I've got to, I really have got to get this done, I've really got to make efforts with this, and then there's always that amount of fear that we have, you know, of what will happen if we don't get this done by the end of the day, and then, you know, there, that, that takes on a life of its own, so as you can see, this gets multi-layered very quickly. And so then, you know, you know, frustration can turn into fear, fear can turn into frustration, and it's just like stacking things on top of one another. And the stress that it, you know, uh, puts on our, our physical being as well as our emotional being uh, is just, you know, and it just, it really, it really takes a toll. And so what I noticed is, is that, you know, as I started to react to the questions that he was asking me that I knew he, he had already asked me, I basically just allowed myself to breathe. I just, I realized, okay, there I go again. I mean, I'm getting frustrated with him. 
I am, you know, wondering when this is going to end. I'm wondering if this is, you know, the, and that's the other part of this is we can start thinking about, you know, how long is this going to go on? And so it's very easy while we're in the middle of a situation that's causing us stress to start imagining, you know, this lasting for two or three hours and you start visualizing, you start, you start speculating on where this is going to lead. Okay. This is really bad now. This is really frustrating me. This is making me fearful. You know, I, I can't even be all in this because I'm somewhere else, you know, worrying about, you know, what this is going to do to the rest of my day, what, you know, with worrying about whatever happens to the rest of my day, how it's going to affect my week, my month, my year, my career, you know, pretty soon I've just gone off the deep end. And I mean, I am so far gone that I am literally not even here anymore. And it's amazing how we can do this and people can be across the table from us and not realize that this is what we're, you know, we're gone. We've literally checked out. And I had two of these yesterday, almost back to back. Uh, I got through the first one and, and it, and it's normal to feel a little bit, you know, you can feel exhausted by that. But I think what happens is we get, we feel even more exhausted by thinking about, you know, doing so much thinking about, what it feels like instead of just trying our best to stay calm, you know, realizing that sometimes people, you know, will, will, uh, will interrupt our day and interrupt our flow and that we have to deal with those things or it's best for us to, and that, you know, to acknowledge that we cannot control everything at work as well as away from work. And that, you know, we're just going to do our best to try to, you know, make the efforts we can make, answer the questions we need to ask, or answer the questions we need to answer, ask the questions we need to ask, provide the information that maybe we've actually provided one or more times before, because that's the way the world seems to, to be now, is that we so there's so much information moving around that, you know, this is just part of life. And it's way easier said than done. I don't want anyone to think that I'm saying, hey, this is really this is really easy. This is why they refer to mindful coping at work as a practice, mindfulness practice, uh, you know, mindful coping practice. It's just, it does take time to get to a point where we can start to, you know, be, you know, be the, the, it's really where it starts with the awareness. Once we're aware that our mind is starting to go there, that we're starting to think a lot about how we feel, we're reacting when we know that we're reacting to someone, you know, interrupting our day or interrupting our flow. Once we can be aware of this, then we can have a much better chance of stopping the ongoing obsessive thinking about it and all the speculating about where it's going to lead and hopefully prevent a lot of suffer, unneeded suffering for ourselves and for others. Because when we're really reactive and we are really stressed, the tendency for us to lash out at others uh, is greatly increased. And, you know, sometimes it may just be that, you know, we can deal with one of these in a given day. And sometimes it's more than that. And I had one of those days yesterday where it was just, you know, not 30 minutes later, I had another client with a kind of a similar situation. And all of a sudden it's just, you know, there's that tendency to want to just run out the door screaming and feeling like, you know, why is this happening to me? And there again, that's a thought. You know, we can, these questions we ask ourselves, why is this happening to me? What have I done to, de to deserve this? What have I done wrong? You know, where did I go wrong? Why did I get up and come into work today? There are all these different questions that just, you know, how long will this last? You know, what's going to happen if I, you know, get stuck, you know, being interrupted like this for the next hour and I can't do what I need to do before the end of the day. It's just 
that we do actually have a way of coping with this because sometimes we can prevent these things, sometimes we can't. Sometimes we can we have the ability, you know, or the uh, the authority to put these things off until a later time. Sometimes we don't, and it depends, you know, from person to person, day to day. And so, if we can learn how to cope with these things that come up that really can trip us up, cause potentially cause us stress. But there are we do we can have a practice that by sitting still on a regular basis, and not that we need to be thinking about these things possibly happening, but just paying attention to our mind. The more we pay attention to our mind and what we're thinking and how we're reacting, the greater likelihood we will of having we will have success at being able to catch ourselves before we start believing what we're thinking. Because once we believe what we're thinking and we believe that to be reality. Uh, the trouble starts. I mean, that's where, you know, that's where things get out of control and we start suffering and we start, you know, possibly inflicting that suffering on others. And I know we don't mean to do that, but there is, it's nice to know that there is a way while there is nothing that I think that can prevent these interruptions and, you know, we can't, there's things we can do to minimize them, but we can't control them completely. And, uh, you know, giving up the uh, you know the need to control these things is also another way of you know doing the best we can, making the best decisions, planning in the best way that we can, but knowing that sometimes there's just things that are out of our control. And when we have a practice that can sort of you know hold us up and support us in coping in the best way we can with those things that happen during the day, I think we're in a much better position to suffer less to be more productive, to have more joy and meaning at work, and uh, to do the best work that we can. And also, when we leave there at the end of the day, to uh, to go to our lives away from work in a better frame, hopefully in a better frame of mind, and to be able to live that lot, you know, part of our life uh, to the best that we can as well. It's, uh, it's just an ongoing practice. It's a process, and it takes time, but it really does, uh, this practice does really pay dividends in the long run and really can benefit us in terms of wellness and health and well, well, wellness and health and, and our ability to, uh, you know, to be able to be fully present in our work.